The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome, welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and today we are talking about beyond believing. We're talking about those those you know the coincidences that really just are anything but and how life matches up sometimes at the level of belief and how life matches up at the level of disbelief or unbelief until we get to that moment of understanding and seeing the connections that sometimes are not as obvious and in front of our eyes as um until they are. <laughs> it sounds like a tongue twister, and, and really, I think that's, uh, that's the beauty of something like Beyond Believing, is that we get that challenge to stretch our imagination and to stretch beyond what we think the limitation that we place ourselves on in order to find, um, to find something within us that we didn't know was there dormant or that we didn't know was there and is now this beautiful awakening to us. And today, I'm excited to bring to you um, author and um, I'm going to throw in there comedian, uh, Dee Dee Marks, <laughs> who has written a whole series about um, called Beyond Believing and starting with her book, Beyond Believing. And, and I love how in uh, Dee Dee, I love how in your bio you share that while you had your J-O-B, you, you know, you have your degree in communications and you have your job that... Um, that at the heart of everything, um, and everyone would tell you and reflect to you that really you're an amazing, funny storyteller. And so I look forward to hearing those stories and to sharing those. And so welcome, Dee Dee, so much to the program today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, I, you know, what I enjoy is bringing people onto the show who have their stories that they can share. And, and you've written this beautiful book, Beyond Believing, which I know you've written, and we'll talk a little bit about how and, and why you chose to write it as a fictional story. But the truth sure. is, is there's a lot of personal reality that's interwoven into it, correct? Yes, and absolutely, so, yes. And so what I love is to be able to share with the audience, and when we talk about Mindset Reset, the people out there in the world that are living these things, that are out there and expressing them. And, and so you've done this and done this as a writer. Tell us a little bit about that journey. How, what was that journey for you about becoming a writer? Sure. So, I mean, this is really like the perfect show and platform for kind of how my whole life and journey evolved, right? It's, I was going through, you know, the motions of life, I'll call them, because I wasn't feeling fulfilled or that I was doing anything to 
um, for a greater purpose or to serve anybody else outside of, you know, a corporate environment. And, um, you know, I went to college, I graduated and um, got into the corporate world, different jobs, kind of climbing the corporate ladder, never envisioned myself really as a um, corporate woman per se. It was more of a, it was always a means to an end. I always wanted to be able to support my lifestyle. So I worked hard enough to be able to earn the money to do that. And I mean, it really took me till I would say midlife. I was in my early forties and found myself without a job. And, um, I really took the time to pause and reflect and say, all right, you know, here I am. I don't feel fulfilled. What am I missing? And that's when I really dug deep into my soul and figured out that writing was what was going to make me happy and what was going to help me, you know, kind of leave a legacy in this world and put it out there. And when I started the journey, I didn't even, you know, dream that, you know, people would be wanting to read this book or, you know, it was more just kind of a, a healing mechanism for myself personally. And if people wanted to pick it up and read it, that was just the icing on top. So... Now, did yeah, you go was- through... Did you have to go through a process, though, of... of- allowing yourself to really become a writer? Like, was there a story in your head about, well, I'm not really sure I can do this or, or will people be interested? And was there, was there a process for you of, of, of allowing yourself to be what you wanted to be? Right. So I, you know, I went the non-traditional writer as far as a writer goes. And so I didn't really have any of the external pressures of, you know, here's a deadline. This is how the story needs to go. We want to edit it, change this, do this. I really started with, I'm going to write the story that's in my heart, and I'm going to see if I have something here. And the second I started writing, it literally just poured out of me. And there, there would be days where I would go back and be like, did I write, like, did I write this? You know, I mean. I understand that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I just was like, I was tired of obstacles, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to let anybody tell me no. I'm just going to get it out before I let anybody see it, and then they can be the judge once it's done. And it was the most fulfilling process ever because, you know, I didn't have a boss telling me to go back and correct this or, you know, no, I didn't like this part, go back and change it. I just really stayed true to myself, and I think what came out of it was just magical for me personally. Well, and I was going to say, in in that moment, that's when the magic happens. When you know that right. you allow yourself to to step into that thing that is um, that's calling you, that you felt called to do, that you felt was that right natural step, and then it just pours out. It just comes out because it's ready, and you are ready, and so you yes. set that stage. So tell us, tell us about beyond believing, and tell us what sure. this means to you. So um, the story was inspired, um, you know, it is, like you mentioned, a little bit based on my real life, and the, the main character closely parallels my real life. And um, I went through a tragedy in my life probably about 23 years ago. I lost one of my best friends um, very unexpectedly. Um, he, he died in a car accident, and we were 23 years old, and I got this phone call that you never think could ever happen. Mm. And it just changed the way I viewed the world. It changed who I was as a person. It was just one of those life-changing moments that makes you think about the bigger purpose. And so I really think that, you know, I've grieved throughout all these years. And, um, you know, we have a close-knit group of friends that that keep his honor um, every year. And we stay in touch with his parents. But 
I think when I wanted to tell my story, I looked at what's the story in my heart, and the story in my heart was the friendship that we had when he was here, but that this friendship has extended beyond the physical world, and he's still a dear friend to me, but just as a guardian angel. And so I thought it was a story worth telling that people could relate to. Almost everybody in this world has lost somebody they love, and it's kind of a fun twist on how I still need him and his guidance as a friend, but he's giving it to me in a different form. So that's kind of how this story began. And I think that when we stop and look, it's exactly what you said. You know, there's there we've all had someone in our lives that, or I'll say most everyone has had someone in their lives that has had such left such an imprint that there's still conversations that happen. There's still there's still ways that they're influencing us now because of who they were when they were here in a physical presence. And right. so what are some of the things, like how do you feel that, um, that that shows up for you in your world? How is, that coming, how is that coming clear for you, and how does that influence what you're doing today? Sure. So, you know, we, you know, we went to high school together. I knew him briefly. I mean, in terms of time on this earth, I, we were only friends for less than 10 years, but it it made such a great impact on my life. And so when I lost him, and like you said, you know, I think everybody has that handful of what we'll call great loves in their life, you know, whether it's a parent, a spouse, a child, you know, those key people in your life that if something ever happened to them would create a great crater and void in your life that you would suffer from. So um, at the time, I was struggling you know, I was like, I just need to find a way that I can still communicate with him. And I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to find a way. And so I started picking up um, things and choosing things like songs to say, if and when I hear this song, um, you know, and if I need guidance in something, if I hear the song, I'm moving in the right direction. And so Mm -hmm. the joke all these years was that, you know, am I living my life based on hearing a certain song on the radio? You know, like, <laughs> it's kind of funny that you're putting all this faith on the sign um, and, and one to one song. But, um, you know, it's things like license plates I see right. all the time. And it'll be like the message on the license plate, like, do you believe or, you know, things like that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, where did that come from? And how did my right. eye catch it? And how did I happen to be in this lane at this time with this guy in front of me when I need that message right now, you know? So there's, there's way too many things for it to be coincidental and it's, it's spanned decades. So now I just welcome it and I try and interpret the message and that's what helps drive me to keep me going and, you know, kind of do a check-in with him to say, is this the path I'm supposed to be going down? And he continues to validate it for me. So I find, um, because um, I, I get the same sort of things. It's interesting because I usually wake up in the morning with some song playing in my head. Like there's some music or some some chorus that's going on that um, uh, it might be a song I haven't heard in years. And there's some right. little, it's almost like I'm I, I'm waking up with, with this first affirmation in my mind. And and um, what I find is that it's when the, the signs mean the most when they're least expected. Because there's some days, and I'm sure you've seen this too, that, that you might be like, hey, let me look around and, and see what I'm seeing. And you might see a thing or two. You might see a license plate. But it's the ones that catch your eye all of a sudden and pull your attention. And, and that it um, when it happens once or twice, it's kind of a, oh, well, this is kind of neat and interesting. As, it, as you become aware, because, I, again, I think it's happening 
happens to many, many, many people, whether or not they're aware of it. And actually, I think right. it potentially happens to all people. It's whether or not there's an awareness of it. But it's the yeah. it's those moments when when something just catches the corner of your eye that it like is that deep, powerful. Okay, I just received a message, and and this means something to me. Right. Yeah. There's moments still where he. Um, I mean, he takes my breath away, right? Like I'm in yeah. shock and awe that it's happening. So one of those moments, for example, so the, the song that I chose um, to remember him was Small Town by John Cougar Mellencamp because mm-hmm. he died in the early 90s. He was a huge John Mellencamp fan. We grew up in the Midwest. And that song talks kind of about, you know, how John Mellencamp grew up in a small town surrounded by family, friends, and he was educated there. So it's kind of, you know, parallel to my friend's life that he lived this short but very deep and um, full of life existence. And um, so anyway, so that has been my song throughout the years. And believe it or not, it's still on the radio quite a bit, at (laughs) at least that I hear. And so when I wrote the book and, um, you know, I had the first box sent to me and um, I got home and the, the doorman's like, your book's got here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And. I go and put the books in the car because I'm like, I have to go be with somebody and show somebody and I have to open this. And I put the box in the car and I ripped the box open and I pulled the first book out and held it in my hand and I'd left the car running and all of a sudden small town came on in the background. <laughs> of course. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like here it is. Here's this moment that he's been trying to guide me to for how many years and now it's happening, you know? I am. Um, I I completely understand. You know, when I when I myself left, um, uh, I don't want to say left the corporate. When I left uh, being employed by someone else, this yeah. is a, about th- a few years ago. When I said it's time for me to step out and to be my own boss, and when I left that, um, I you know I, I I left the job on a Friday, and the next day or the day after, I was driving up from LA I decided to go up to see my family in Portland I was taking some time off and I get in the car and I'm literally just getting on the freeway when the song Dear Prudence comes on the radio <gasps> now oh I'm God, not I sure if, you know not everyone still. knows the song Dear Prudence by the Beatles and rarely I can I can count on the hand my hand the number of times I've heard it come on live radio and I also don't even usually listen to the radio in the car and here I am embarking on this new journey and Dear Prudence right. comes on the radio and I was just an insta tears like it was I mean, this amazing complete yes. affirmation I mean, I just- Chills head to toe right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are the uh, moments we're talking about. Exactly. And uh, and it happens. And and I think when we allow ourselves to see it and make it happen, there's a different interaction that begins to happen in our world because then mm-hmm. we can really reach out and see that there's something as we're talking about today, there's something beyond belief. There's something beyond what we hold ourselves uh, or maybe have restricted ourselves to it up until we begin to see that there's something more beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, how have, you know, how, what insights have you gained as you've been doing this work? What insights have you gained as you've been sharing about beyond believing? So it's been such an incredible journey. I mean, it's really, you know, I consider myself kind of a very social person and outgoing. And what fuels me in life is like other people, right? My friendships, the love from others, my family. And um, so as I'm embarking on this journey, you know, one of the avenues I've done to help promote the book has been like, oh, I'll come to your book club. You know, I love meeting new people and 
mm-hmm. hearing new stories. And so it's really introduced me to such incredible people, right? And has started conversations and dialogues that just continues to fuel me. I just could have never imagined, you know, writing a book where it would lead me to the different people it would lead me to um, and just motivate me to keep going. So one of the questions, you know, the the book is a series, as we mentioned. Um, So one of the things at these book clubs that I've done is it's almost like a small focus group. You know, I'm like, what did you like about it? Who do you want to hear more from? You know, what character would you want to see something more with? And so I'm kind of involving the audience as well to say, you know, what do you want to see next? So that, you know, they feel like they're being pulled into the story. So just been an incredible journey. That's that's fantastic. And, you know, when when we involve others, I think what happens is the, the journey becomes about a you know you're developing this book and you're developing these other characters but it also becomes um this interaction because you're sharing with them and they're they're learning and growing from the work that you're doing and then vice versa when they begin to interact with you and share with what they found important in the book and what they want to know more about that that allows you as well as a writer to to grow and as a person to then challenge you to to maybe step into pieces that maybe a you weren't aware were coming up for you as story or b that um, you're now seeing for the first time and now you're going to get to write about it exactly yeah yeah that's fantastic. So we're going to go. We're talking today on Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman with uh, author um, uh, D.D. Marks. And we're talking about beyond believing when we're asked to stretch beyond our comfort zone of what we know, what we think we know, and becoming open to the things that are just beyond um beyond where we see for right now, I'll say. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk with Miss Dee Dee Marks. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. 
You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman. I'm your host, Prudence, and today we're talking about beyond believing, stretching our imagination and stretching what our our self-imposed, I'll say self-imposed limitation to see that there is communication and there is life after life. And um, I'm so excited to have here with you today, Dee Dee Marks, who has written a book called Beyond Believing, all about the story and sharing a bit about um, some experiences in a fictional way, but life experiences that have come about because of of um, a loss of her dear friend, um, Dan. And Dee Dee, you know, as we were talking um, before the commercial about how, um, how people can influence our, our growth. And, mm-hmm. and what would you say as, as you've been sharing um, about Dan and as you've been lear- learning, I think, about um, or continuing to be influenced by him, or I would suspect by others as well that maybe have have passed. What would you say that um, continues to influence you? Is there is there like a particular philosophy or a driving thought that continues to just stick in your mind that helps to prod you along when you have especially tough times or when you get stuck writing or when you know you're in those moments? So I truly believe. You know, we talked about. Um, that I, you know, sometimes I sit down and I write and then all of a sudden I look back and I'm like, did I just write that? You know, I mean, I feel like literally the pen is being guided from beyond. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have an idea and I keep a notebook by my bed and things, um, I feel like, you know, these signs are triggering things and memories for me that I want to include in my story. So I feel like he is just making, you know, he's worked all this time to make sure that I'm listening for him. And now that I'm tuned in, he's like, okay, I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to give you that. And they're almost like gifts to me that help me continue to build the story. Um, but there's, there's a few things. So, you know, I have mentors in my life that I've had through my, you know, professional world that really know me very deeply as a person and can really kind of break through the barriers of, you know, all the, um, the small talk and really get to the core of my being really speak to me mm-hmm. and help me make decisions. And, um, a dear friend of mine actually turned me on to the movie, um, the legend of bagger Vance. And I don't know oh, if yes. you've ever watched it, but it's a very profound movie. At least it was for me. And the message in it is about, you know, a, a you know, Matt Damon's this broken down golfer, alcoholic back from the war. He lost his whole platoon and, Prior to that, he'd been this amazing golfer, and when he came back, he just was like, well, my life's over. I went through this horrible, tragic event, and then he started to rebuild himself with the guidance of this caddy, and it's very metaphorical where, you know, you keep stumbling in life, but then you get back up, but you always have to stay true to who you are and why you were put on this earth, and one of the messages in the movie is about um, staying true to your authentic swing which is unique to you and you were born in this world with it. And you, it's not a game, you know, golf's not a game you can win. It can only be played. And there's just so many profound messages in there. So there's a four minute scene that's on YouTube. So when I'm really struggling, I go out and I watch it and it just kind of reinfuses me with energy that like, you know, stop taking in all the noise and just remember what's important 
and keep digging deep and staying focused and you'll get through it. So, you know, there's just different tools I use to help me, um, guide me so that I don't get caught up in the day-to-day, you know, things, the small stuff, let's say. So in your book, Beyond Believing, share with us a story or um, uh, give us a little a snippet of a story that, um, that you share within that context. Sure. So, I mean, honestly, the book follows a very similar journey. So I tell the book, um, there's two main characters. There's a female character, Olivia, and a male character, Finn. And I parallel their lives in the book. And they're living very separate lives across the world, really. And they don't know each other, but they're going through a very similar journey of, you know, uh, life is good, and then they have this tragic event, and then how do you get up and build, rebuild the pieces to, to continue moving on? And what's happening is, you know, they're being brought together from forces outside of their being, and they're being brought together at a time when they're both ready for each other, and they've healed and they're open and it's just kind of a metaphorical journey of how things happen in life and how you stumble and you go through events but you always pick yourself back up and dust yourself off and there's still more happiness out there waiting for you to to receive so um it's a very parallel journey to I guess what I would just describe that I saw in the movie where you overcome defeat and um really flourish I think one of the exciting pieces, too, is when you've gone through the story, when you've gone through the struggles, when you've gone through, and, and it could be, you know, it could be a small amount of time, it could be a large amount of time, it could be years, it could be months, it could be weeks, it could be whatever that time is to get to the other side of whatever that challenge is you're facing head on. When you have those moments, the aha moment at the end, and you can see how, I call it the dominoes, but you can see how everything laid out to get to the resolution at the end. I think is, is, is a powerful mechanism to be able to stop and reflect and then get that mm-hmm. affirmation that, okay, I see now how every decision I made along the way or every, every yeah. little challenge or every little wall that might have come up or block or every little passage that was allowed got me to where I am right here and right now. Exactly. You know, the big aha moment for me was, you know, I... I was at this corporate job for two years, and from day one, I knew it was not right for me, Um, and I was doing everything in my power to get out. I was sending out resumes. I had interviews. I probably interviewed 10 times in two years for uh, to get out, right? And it it was probably one of the most um, challenging times of my life, and I would just say, like, what am I doing wrong? I'm trying everything I can to get out. Why can't I get out? You need to help me. And then it ended up ending with them letting me go, and it wasn't up to me anymore, right? It wasn't me finding a new path. I had to go through the pain of the experience and the frustration and the challenge to take me to a point that I knew I couldn't do it anymore, and I would have to find a different way. Mm -hmm. So. You know, it wasn't until after the struggle that I realized it was the only thing that was going to get me to this point where I was like, okay, I need to do something different. And it opened up this beautiful new world for me, and I wrote a book. So, yeah, it's recognizing those critical key moments in your life, and you usually don't notice it while you're in it. (laughs) Exactly. You're far past it that you get 
you're like, oh, that's what that was about, you know. So great. You know, let me ask you this. So why, <clears throat> why write the story as a fiction story? <clears throat> what made you decide to, to kind of step in and share from, um, as a fiction story and not, not maybe tell more of your story? It's interesting, um, and a lot of people have asked me in book clubs, um, it's a similar question, and I felt like my story was relatable to many people, but I still am like, well, who am I? Why is anybody going to run a read my life story? You know, I'm not particularly interesting or, you know, I mean, not to put myself down, but I'm like, would I want to pick up a memoir from somebody I've never heard of or met or whatever? And it also gave me the freedom to embellish a lot, which is, I think, kind of where my humor comes in, is that I take these moments that may have happened in my life and I just make them even more grand and ridiculous and funny um, because you can't believe it actually happened. So um, it really gave me a gift to to be able to play with the material and to add certain things, to change the ending. Um, You know, I... I did talk about a corporate event in the book and, you know, it's a totally different scenario and I end up leaving the job, not them firing me, you know, so I took liberties based on things that have happened. Um, but the fictional part really allowed me to add that extra layer of fun to the book and it wasn't so limiting. Well, and I think when, when, when we can write from a, and, and tell a story and share it, at, you know, as a metaphor and, and write in that way. I think it allows people to also begin to be open to possibilities that they might, you know, if they're thinking it's a technical book or, um, uh, you know, if it's, if it's technical or too scientific or too, right. um, you know, biographical, then, then the mind almost then goes into analyzing. Whereas right. when it's a story, the mind allows it to be. And uh, I have to tell you when, um, I uh, a couple years ago, um, I um, took off and and for my birthday uh, went with a friend to the Cayman Islands. My favorite, favorite, loved it there. And I purposely took books. I took just books that I could read that that um, were not technical, were not you know motivational, were not inspired. Just books. I took these right. great books, and and because I just wanted to allow my mind to shut off a little bit and I have to yeah. tell you I was so inspired <laughs> there were things in the books that I was reading that then actually stimulated and allowed these thoughts right. so I think when, when we're able to share in in that way it allows us to relax from the the homework of the mind of deciding yeah. you know that I've got to figure out how this works and how am I going to make it work and just relax and be in the story and so I think it's I think it was a lovely decision to share in that way especially the stories and and the pieces that you're sharing about now, you had one of these questions, and, and it kind of, I, I'm curious about, um, if you could travel back in time, this is a, a question that you and I kind of had oh, talked about, but if you could fun. travel back yeah. in time, what day would you most want to go back to? Oh, my goodness. So, I am fortunate enough that um, I was able to see my friend within a week of his passing, um, but of course, you have absolutely no idea that that that's going to happen. Um, so a, an event was triggered. I was actually leaving on vacation, like you um, just mentioned, going to Cayman Islands. And so a friend of mine was like, hey, you know, I want to come out and say goodbye. I wish you well on your trip. Let's go have a, you know, let's go to a movie. And I was like, okay. So anyway, she was running late. We missed the movie. So we ended up just going to a local bar to have a beer. And we just by chance ran into this friend and I hadn't seen him probably in a few months because it was post-college and we were working and whatever. And 
we got to visit and say hello. And, and as I said goodbye to him, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so good to see you. The second I get back, we need to figure out, we need to be able to see each other more. You know, too much time has passed. And, you know, big hugs and goodbyes. And then that was the last time I ended up seeing him. He died the day I landed um, from my vacation. Wow. So, you know, I am grateful that I have that memory because I don't know that I would have remembered the last time I saw him or our conversation, right? Because, you know, you take that for granted. You never know when somebody's going to be gone or when you have your last encounter. So I'm very grateful for that memory. Um, And I would love to go back to that day to just maybe say some things that were unsaid or be able to spend more time with him. And I talk about that um, on my website a little bit. It's just that, you know, I would love to be able to just spend one last evening with him just to really, you know, live it up and let him know how much I loved him. And, um, you know, that would never be enough, of course, right? You would always want right. more, but that would be the day I would go back to. What do you think it, it was or is about Dan that has just drawn you so much? Like what what gift or what lesson do you think he most has taught you or shared with you that that has left such an imprint on your life he you know honestly every friend that knows him um he really was just this ball of life energy um had such a sense of humor lived life on the edge um you know the girls loved him baby blue eyes just a just a lover in all aspects and you know, what's interesting is, you know, I didn't really know his college friends, and I found out years later that his best friend from college actually keeps in touch with his parents, too, and he sends him flower. He sends them flowers every day on his birthday, every year on Dan's birthday and his anniversary, and I thought, you know what? There's proof right there that he had that impact. The impact he had on me, he had on everybody in his college life and everybody who knew him, and you know, it's a wonderful gift to his parents that we all still keep his memories so, so alive, but he was worth, he's worth every ounce of that energy because he was very, very special. Um, and he only lived a short life on earth, but I think he's upstairs doing great things, including being my high maintenance guardian angel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm the only one he's guiding because I don't, given much room to help anybody else (laughs) (laughs) well but isn't isn't um being an angel they i I don't think they have the same limitation of time and restrictions (laughs) you're right yes he probably has multiple hands and one is dedicated just to me but yeah (laughs) that's well you know and, and you as you said it's it's um well, he might have had a short time here on Earth. The truth is, is actually he's still very much alive here on Earth yeah. in just a very different way. And I mean, what a what a beautiful um, what a beautiful yeah, tribute, tribute to someone yeah. that um, that it sounds like he influenced so many people. And and now <clears throat> here we are, and you've shared this book, and now you know he's continuing to influence people as we're sitting and talking and sharing about him now and and the person that he is um, and continues to be. Right. I mean, I think about if he were still here, right, would we still be as such good of friends? We'd probably both be living our own lives. He'd have kids and be busy. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what our real, what our physical word friendship would look like right now. I'm sure we'd still be good friends, but 
you know, life happens and things, you know, separate you and whatever. So I feel like we're way better friends now. Um, and our friendship has just blossomed into something unexplainable since he's not here. Right. Which has been a true gift. Now, how do you spend time with him now? Do you, are you, do you journal? Do you just chat with him? Do you, as you're going about your day, do you just kind of have moments or? Yeah. So it's interesting. Every day is different. There is not a day clearly that goes by that I don't think about him. Um, and things will be triggered. So I was just listening, for example, on the um, commercial break and the number to call into the radio show, the last four digits are 1612. Mm-hmm. And his birthday is December 16th. So, like, numbers are a big thing in my life, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, today, it's, like, one of those things that I'm on break with you, and I hear that number, and it's, like, he's here saying, this is exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Like, you're supposed to be having this conversation with Prudence on this show right at this moment. And it's just very um, comforting and validating that I feel like he's always with me. So, it just comes in different forms. Now, do you encourage others or do you help others to also begin to see the signs? And, and, you know, is that an active part of your work or is that just sort of a a happy happenstance that people begin to to gain awareness of of the signs that are out there and available to them? So that's been another part of this journey with this book club is that people are like, oh, my gosh, like I thought I was crazy. I get these things all the time and it's exactly what you're talking about. And I think what it it helps people do is have the conversation that it's really happening and that it brings some comfort. And um, recently I was on a weekend away with 12 girls. And unfortunately one of my dear friends lost her mom and we were spreading some of her ashes and other friends in the group had lost a parent and are desperately seeking signs from them. And I just said, I think you're trying too hard. I think they're more obvious than you know and you just need to be open to it. And since then, we've started this uh, text chat with all of us. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you won't believe what happened today. And I've been looking <laughs> for him everywhere. And there he is, you know. So it's just sometimes I think people want it so bad they're just missing it, right? And I so. love when you say, too, you know, when, when people start out the sentence, you're not going to believe what I'm going to tell you. Or you're not going to believe this. Right. Or get this. And, it's, and after a while, you almost stop saying that because... It's more of then I expect those things to happen, not, uh, not uh, oh, that's a surprise that it happened. It becomes right. more of a, an awareness that this happens and it can happen more often and it can happen, you know, all of the time if I continue to be open to to the possibility. Right. Exactly. Well, you're listening to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman. And, you know, we're going to go to our last commercial break. And we've been talking with Dee Dee Marks about beyond believing and what it looks like, <clears throat> excuse me, what it looks like to step beyond what, what, um, what we know and be open to knowing that there's communication and there's things that are happening in our world that we just don't always know how to explain and we get to be in that and we get to play in that so when we come back we will um, finish out our show talking about beyond believing here on mindset reset live with prudence gensman we'll be right back become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Imagine you can live your someday dreams today in her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset. 
Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. Today we're talking about beyond believing, beyond believing. And, and it's interesting, um, as we've been sharing with um, Dee Dee um, Marks, the author of the book Beyond Believing, um, I yesterday I was in a moment of, um, I got to spend some extra time sort of reading and doing a little writing and journaling, and, and uh, I came across something actually that I had written before and I sat back and sometimes you know sometimes so we're talking about signs and messages coming from from outside and in the world this was one it was interesting that I actually felt like I was giving myself and so I came across something that I wrote and it feels very apropos with what we're discussing but what I wrote was I am infinitely more capable than what I limit myself to being I am infinitely more capable than what I limit myself to being. And really, when we look at beyond belief, when we look at mindset reset, when we look at stepping into a greater expression of ourselves, um, I think even biblically, you know, there's the the saying, uh, God can do infinitely more than we ask or can imagine. And the truth is, is we can even do that within ourselves. I am infinitely more capable than what I limit myself to being. Amazing. when we get to step out in this world and and we get to find these expressions, this is, you know, when we, you know, we've been talking, Didi, a lot about kind of signs and we've been talking about, you know, ways that we get these affirmations in the world. But this is something that we get to do. It's not just something imposed on us, but it's something that we get right. to do and we get to have this expression and this communication with, in the world. Yes. I mean, um I so one of my dear uh, friends who's a mentor of mine. One of the most common sayings I hear from him is, "You're getting in your own way," yeah. and that's a perfect summary of what you just said, right? Which is, we consistently, you know, we're our own worst enemies, right? Everybody has self doubt and criticisms, and we're our own worst critic, and um, and that's exactly what that means. You're just getting in your own way of freeing yourself to be who you are meant to be, and what you're meant to be doing. And 
you know, when I had that, what I'll call the breakthrough, right, where it, it was, the decision was made for me and I was all of a sudden standing in this empty place of like, well, okay, I don't have to get up and go to work tomorrow. Now what am I going to do? <laughs> right. It just was so freeing, right? And was like, well, wow, now I can actually think about this and see, well, what is it that I want to be getting up to do every day? And not something that I haven't wanted to do for so long. So it's very freeing. You just need to be aware of those moments that life is teaching you, you know, when all those doors keep slamming in your face because you're going through the wrong door. So it's a very powerful message. Now, let me ask you this, because, you know, we talked before um, the last break about if you could travel back in time, what day would you go to? And, and so let me ask you the opposite of that. If you could travel forward in time, what day would you want to go to? Wow. That's a really good question. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe, um, maybe my last day, right, um, on Earth, to look back at, you know, and reflect on the journey and where I've been and all the blessings and friends and moments and memories and to recognize that I finally got it and that I started leading the life that I wanted to live, that I finally um, acknowledged I should be living and that um, I put energy towards and that's what made it the most fulfilling. So... So the beauty is, is that even beginning to think about what you would hope to hear in those messages that allows you to see right here, right now, the things and have gained clarity on the things and the feelings and the people that you want to continue to travel forward from here forward or the messages you want to continue to, to share, right? Right. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I've, I'm single, I've not been married, don't have kids and I have a niece and a nephew who I adore beyond words. Um, but I'm like, you know, I want to leave a legacy in this world. And what's that going to be? And I'm like, you know what? This book's going to be my legacy. And I'm going to leave it for whoever wants to read it and read about an amazing friendship. And that was the love um, that was brought into our life. And it's kind of like the movie um, Under the Tuscan Sun. I don't know oh, if you yes. remember. Yes, when, I do. <laughs> you know, Diane Lane is like, I just want this house to be full of love and there to be a wedding and but it comes in a form she wasn't expecting, right? So love can come in many forms, and I've been blessed with the love of a lot of friends. Um, so it's been amazing. That actually brings up, um, that's actually one of, my, um, one of my favorite ways to journal is to sit and look at what is it that I, I want to attract into my life. And there's a little process that, mm. um, that I was taught, but there was, but there's on a daily basis, you're supposed to journal like 10 things that you want to attract into your life. And each right. day it's supposed to be something different. And it's right. interesting to see when it's getting into that practice, um, the things that have shown up and, and, uh, and how they show up. Um, but, you know, it takes us, it, it, the bottom line is, and, and really the title of your book, Beyond Believing, really in such a beautiful nutshell, um, what a perfect title, what a really great title to allow us to begin to stretch beyond what we think we're imposing or stretch beyond what we think is possible. Right. You know, um, Didi, we're running out of time, and so I want to make sure, please share with everyone how they can find you, how they can find your book, how they can connect with you. Sure. So I have a website, um, ddmarx.com. 
um, which talks all about me and my history. And there's also a free chapter there for downloading. Um, you can buy the book on my website and or I'm on Amazon. Um, and there's plenty of reviews out there if you want to see um, who's enjoying it. So that's the best way to reach out to me. And all my social media handles are on my website as well. So I encourage you to follow me. And I'm very interactive on my social media platform. So I would love to meet you and interact with you. So hopefully you'll come find me. Very nice. And Didi, so what's next? What's the, the next big thing that's so, coming? So this just came recently, but I think I'm going to do a whole other series after this series. And it's going to be called The Dan Diaries. And it's going to be told from Dan's perspective in the beyond trying to get through to me here. Wow. And he had a wicked sense of, sense of humor. So it's going to be extremely fun to write. And I feel limitless in terms of what I could make him be doing up there. So yeah. that's, I think, what's next. Well, that sounds incredible. And thank you so much for being a part of today's show and, um, and just thank sharing you your story me. and continuing to share your work out in the world. Um, it's, uh, you know, all of us do our part in, in sharing. And, and, uh, and then it's just fun to get to play together. It's fun to get to be out yeah. with other people who are, who are wanting to know more and play in, in this and, and who um, um, we get to express this way. So it's always great to, to, be a fellow, to meet fellow travelers on the journey. Yeah. Thank you for having me so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So as we're talking about beyond believing, you know, today we've talked about how even in our stories, even in our day to day, that we're not even thinking about um, how this right here moment may or may not influence my moment 10 days from now, 10 years from now, 10 months from now, Um, we get to... We, we walk around our day-to-day. We walk around and we, and we do and we experience life. And then tomorrow I do and experience life. And the day after I do and experience life. And these doing and experiencing add up. And when they add up and we get to sit back and we get to reflect or we get to peer forward. And if we ask ourselves, what am I stretching myself to accomplish? What am I stretching myself to reach out beyond something that I've imposed on myself, beyond believing, beyond where I think I could be. When was the last time you asked yourself that? What would happen if I stretched beyond where I thought I could be? If I stretched beyond who I thought I could be? If I stretched beyond doing what I'm doing? If I stretched beyond what, I, what that self-imposed limitation is? You know, each week we do the uh, Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge, and I think that those questions are, are very apropos for the weekly challenge, giving you something that you can chew on this week as you're going about your day. What would it look like if I stretched myself beyond my self-imposed limitation? What would it look like if I allowed myself to, to move beyond to stretch, to challenge myself, to see, even if it's a seeing thing, even if it's a, a scene and it's just about journaling and writing about it, or as I kind of talked a little bit about, you know, what is it that I'm wanting to attract into my life? And maybe it's just beginning to daydream about the steps beyond daydream about what is it that I could be doing when I am limitless, And then take limitless and see what happens when you go beyond limitless, which might sound kind of like a funny play on words. But when we even go beyond limitless, it allows us a freedom to 
explore without the same restriction of how is that going to work. We get to play here. We get to play here on Mindset Reset. We get to play here in, in this life. We get to play here when we talk about beyond believing. We get to, this is our expression. This is our expression in the world. And, and I get to celebrate that for myself. And I offer and I hope to get to celebrate it with all of you as we, as we travel this road together. As we travel this road together, and maybe it's for the short time and maybe it's for a long time, but we get to travel this road and we get to express and, and share our stories and share the confirmations that come from the signs and share where our roads get to lead us. And because of that, because of us getting to share together, it allows each of us to then step even further beyond that belief because we see it reflected in other people, we see it reflected in other stories, and we begin to know that there's a lot more out there. There's a lot more that we can do and express in the world. And that's what we get to do. And we get to play in that. And that's a part of life. And uh, so I encourage you to embrace it, to accept it, to walk with it, to play with it, um, I'd love to hear your stories, and I'd love for you to share how it's showing up for you in the world. So um, you can always reach me, of course, at our website, www.mindsetreset.com. You can listen to past episodes of shows, and you can link to Voice America through the website at mindsetreset.com. You can also send me emails, askprudence at mindsetreset.com. You can find us on all the social media platforms. And, you know, we're continuing to expand and grow. So I love to hear um, your feedback. I'd love to hear your stories. If there's a topic that you want to discuss, um, let me know about it. And if you're somebody who has a special story to share and has something that you want to to share, um, send me a note and, um, and, and we can see, um, how that works and how it fits for the show. Um, I'm pretty excited. I think, um, we've got coming up shows that will include, um, talking about financial mindset and, um, and I have a really powerful gal that's going to come and share with us about that. And, um, we've got some, some physical health and, and some other topics that are coming. And the truth is, is if you just sit with mindset reset, and you just ask your question, what am I doing today to, to reset my sales and to decide what's that next step in my life? Just beginning to think about it. Just beginning to think and watch and see what shows up. Watch and see. So I thank you so much for being a part of today's show. I thank you so much for being on this journey. And... We'll be right back here next week, same day, same time. You can always listen to past episodes of the shows. And as always, I wish for you an abundant blessings on your journey. And until next time, we'll talk to you then. Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset live with Prudence Gensman each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now.